Hey, I'm Jeff Reed. I'm Craig Gillian. And this is the From First to Last podcast. Welcome. Podcast. Um, sorry, I'm just on Craig's headphone <laughs> cord at the moment, trying to rip his ears off. But <laughs> you were just listening to uh, Bobby Bear. Bobby Bear is yeah. that his name? And the used cars theme song. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and the used carrots. Oh. <laughs> so good. So good. Hey, this is a from first to last podcast. It's a podcast where uh, my friend Craig and I work through a director's filmography from their first film all the way through to their latest, everything yep. that's in there that they've released in theatres. and um, All the yeah. highs and lows. That's exactly right. And it's episode four and... If the theme song didn't give it away <laughs> Today we're talking used cars Used cars And um, yeah <laughs> Wow Where to start Where well, to start <laughs> Now I said highs and lows Yeah we're getting low <laughs> <laughs> look, look let's just recap last week Before we okay, get okay, too cool, cool. cause let's Let's get you excited about Robert Zemeckis Yes then. So last week <laughs> if you haven't had a listen Check it out We talked I Want to Hold Your Hand Which is um a film all about Beatlemania. And as we talked, Craig, it was a film that seemed a bit like surface level yeah. at, fr- at first. And then you found out that it's actually a pretty darn deep film. So, it was pretty um, good for, it was, it was a pretty good draft for his career. Yeah. You know what sure I mean? You was. saw, you saw heaps of what would actually, what he'd be known for in yep. this. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what makes this movie. So yeah. this, this next one. So weird. Yep. Yeah. Uh, look, Hey, has it still grown on you? I want to hold your hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say used cars. I go, yeah. <laughs> we'll it's grown in me, but in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I can, I'm going to be honest. We'll get into used cars because like, <laughs> I was really scared, Craig. I'm really interested to see how this episode goes because of um, compared to I want to hold your hand. I don't feel like I had a lot to say about I, it. I'm, I'm, I was scared of this episode as well. Yep. Um, so we'll see how we go. Because yep. my main worry was, I'm not experienced enough at podcasts to fill out the time on this one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna have to lead my hand on this oh. one because I just don't know. I don't know. I just. Oh I man. Don't know. I just. Hey, look, <laughs> before we get into it, um, I thought I'd give you a bit of lead up in history, which we. Um, well, I got oh sorry, Jeffrey. Oh, Jeff I know. Reed. I know. The oh, emails. he's broken the, the email. first rule of podcast. <laughs> oh, no, my oh, phone no. was not on silent. Oh, that's um, And it's people are just going to shun us now. Look, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it's probably my wife emailing to say, um, <laughs> "Don't talk too mean about used cars." 
remember. Just remember. So we'll go into, I'll give you a bit of a lead up, Craig. What's going on for Mr. Zemeckis uh, cool. in between um, I Want to Hold Your Hand and Here with Used Cars? We're going to set the tone. We're going to paint a little picture. And then we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so um, Used Cars. I'll just sing in the background. That's right. Used cars. Um, so listen, this film was released in 1980. It's two Damn. years after I Want to Hold Your Hand. Wow, okay. two years, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty, pretty darn crazy, and um, and so at the time, here's something really crazy: used cars before it was released, yeah, had the highest test score rating ever for any Columbia Pictures film. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Who were this test audience? Who was this test audience? I swear it was just a bunch of hicks sitting oh, in a room man. hoping to watch, you know, another cut of Deliverance. <laughs> has to be. It's, it's, you know what? It's crazy. <laughs> and and um and so the studio, um, look, as our uh, reaction is probably giving away here, it's not a great it's a, not so a great a, example no. of uh, Mr. Zemeckis's skills, even though we will get into it. There are some great examples of his skills in there. I, um, I reckon you'll find out that that screen test was the last time they served alcohol in the screen <laughs> test. <laughs> <laughs> I think, do you know what? And the studio were really feeling quite confident about this film, so they were very oh, disappointed. I think, I think I would be confident in the film too. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'd, for if I were to look bound at that time of yep. what was being released around yep. those times, because obviously, you know... I would be confident at the concept of this film. Yeah, and by all by all rights on paper, it would be something that's very sellable. Yeah, I yeah. Was, I was even having a think about it. Um, they could redo it today with some sort of Easily. shift in what they were selling. Yep. You know, and, you know... Um, Ten not, years ago, you would have put Ashton Kusher in that. 100%. Now, I was thinking these days, Chris Pratt would be Kurt Russell. Not Ooh. even with the Guardians of the Galaxy because, and we'll get into this a bit more, I actually didn't like Kurt Russell in this. For the, for oh, the no, I didn't like him movie. either. I didn't like um, him either. I don't, he's not at all a lovable character. No, he was... <laughs> look, let's just go there now. Let's just go there. Well, look, the, we're the, there. We're already, we're already so, knee deep. Um, but <laughs> Kurt Russell is just a mean guy. and um, He's just a douchebag. Let's, let's pull it back. We'll, we'll just we'll tease that. We just dangled a carrot. I just want to wrap this in, All right, and cool. then and then um, we can get into it. Mm. But um, w- while this film wasn't a hit, they yeah. promoted the heck out of it. So uh-huh. Zemeckis and um, his writing partner Bob Gale, who throughout the podcast we're going to find they work yeah. together on a lot of films. Um, they actually went across the country promoting the film. Wow. Yep. Please say in used cars. And, well, here's something really interesting. The poster (laughs) for the film, right? (laughs) Yep. Was a girl in a bikini holding a sign that told audiences how many laughs they could expect out of the film. Wow, really? Yeah. (laughs) So it has a laugh count 
on the poster. Awesome. So do you think that there was some little personal assistant who had to watch the film and actually put a counter in? Oh, Luke, yeah. <laughs> or the yeah. test scores. They did a counter in the test <laughs> yes, scores yes. while everyone was pissed. Yeah. So good. Anyways, <laughs> while promoting the film, Bob Gale actually went to his hometown where he grew up. He stayed with his parents. And um, and you're going to see why used cars were so important to Mr. Zemeckis's career here. Um, he was going through some stuff in his family's home. Yeah. He found his dad's yearbook and had a look at that. And then he found his own yearbook and he was looking at it and he was like, oh, I wonder what would happen if my dad and I were actually friends at school for the first time. Yes. And And if my dad looked like Crispin Glover. (laughs) Well, yeah. And so um, that went his mind on a little tangent down down the rabbit hole and he even had the thought, what if I found out that my mum was the school slut? You know, those sorts <laughs> of things. And this was the 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 genesis mm. of Back to the Future. Wow, so and it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, in, if in they essence. didn't have to promote the heck out of this film. Who knows, it may have had a little um, version of it somewhere, but maybe not what we got yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. Not because, not taking it from that perspective, yeah, that was... What made the film? Yeah, you know that family, the familial connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- we're not talking about that. Great no, film. we're not there yet. We're not there <laughs> Let's yet. Let's pull Craig. it back again. We, 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 we'll pull it back. <laughs> now, before we get on and just have our little uh, synopsis that we love throwing in for each film. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen eighty, a year for film that is pretty darn good when you have a look at it, Craig. So I'm just going to read out a few. I didn't put lots down because there was quite a few. But uh, 1980, here's some films that got released. Go. And, and you can see the um, the class, the caliber <laughs> of film. I'm not peeking. Uh, no, <laughs> do you know what it was? My book started bending. Um, like, not peeking. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Damn. Okay, the, I'm not going to go into that. We all know it's a great film. Yep. It's classic. The There's really another podcast. What? The Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow, yeah, what a what a crazy time! See, that was like a, that's a caper film too. Yeah, you know, yeah, the sure hijinks. Is. Sorry, sorry, it's our hijinks film. Yeah, it is. It's very very cut from the same. Uh, yeah, and cloth, yeah, exactly. You know? All these films um, are at the time. Raging Bull. Wow, good old Jake LaMotta. Yeah, The Shining. Oh, The Shining. Yeah. Wow, Stanley man, what a classic film. Friday the Thirteenth. Well. <laughs> Oh, Friday Thirteenth, man! I freaking that was freaky ass. The first one, man, that was freaky ass. That's the, the, the mum did it. I had a, I had a friend actually um, recently, and this is something cool I did um, recently. A friend and I got to go see Predator on the big screen, uh, the original with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah! And he was telling me that before that, the cult movie, as they call it for the screenings, was Friday the Thirteenth, and he said it was not a film that aged well in the sense that it's oh. almost laughable watching it oh, now yeah. versus it'd be what that, it was back then. It'd be that mad pig's blood that they used at the time, yeah. that corn syrup <laughs> blood, you know, that one, that's, <laughs> the, that's that yeah. thick, rich blood that yep. looks nothing like blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You either got that thick one or that almost um, runny, pinky yeah. red one that you're just like, what is that? Other films, Craig. 
Popeye with Robin oh, Williams. Oh, the cocaine film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think very I think, much for him and um <laughs> just for just doing cocaine through the whole film. Um speaking of cocaine <laughs> films, uh Caddyshack. Oh, <laughs> oh one of my all-time favourite films. Damn it, I wish we were talking about that right now. <laughs> oh, I could talk years about Ronnie Dangerfield, Bill Murray and all them. Oh, I'm a light. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm even dancing like a little chipmunk in that film. Uh, airplane? Airplane. Yeah, I never really liked it. I it's know one of those people loved it. Yes, you know, it is. Shirley, you can't be serious. I, I am. Can't, 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 can't. I, maybe it's one of those films that now, as an adult, begs to be watched again. Yeah, we might have to. We might have to. I think when I watched it, I was, I was, um, I ended up watching. I think that it was part three or something, and I watched that first, and I think that turned me off all the rest. Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah. Isn't I never it got funny watch, with yeah. films though that if you watch them out of order for some films, yeah, like you could watch Return of the King. Yeah, and you'd be like, "Crap, I got to see what happens." In all yeah, these exactly, other ones. exactly. But like, you could watch something like a, you know, even a Naked Gun film. Like, you watch the yeah. wrong one out of the three of that, and you're like, oh, "Hell no, I'm not going back there." Exactly, and that's what I always feel is a little bit of a um, hard rap when everyone says the sequel sometimes always better. Yeah, I think you need the first film to create oh. that basis. You know what I mean? You, or you can't appreciate it properly. Man, without, know? without like think of a franchise and Craig and I are very excited because after recording, <laughs> we're off to see uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, and, yes. And um, I'm a very big Tom Cruise fan. I but love Tom. without the Palmer's Mission Impossible, which is vastly different to, you know, oh, your Rogue Nation and Ghost Protocol. Incredibly. Um, one's an espionage film, one's an action film. Definitely, yeah. definitely. But without it, you don't see those um, spy-like roots that yeah. Ethan Hunt has. Yeah, you know. So, um, yeah. Uh, speaking of sequels, Superman Two was also released. Oh, yeah, and, loved and another it. another series. If you watch it. out of order, if you watch the third Superman. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yes, <laughs> but love two, two. Love to, so love yeah. to. So that's 1980. That's a little with Zod little, in all of them, man. Yeah, it's Neil oh, before Zod. And you well, think about God, the villains I want to go into that, that right now. I want to oh. keep talking about it. Richard Donner would be a quite a person man. to have on this, oh. wouldn't it? Right. I just want to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I know, I know. We must pull back. So this is 1980, and like, so when you really think about it, again, we talked about in the last episode how the caliber of directors that were yeah. releasing some of their their uh, follow-up, uh, their first films, mm-hmm. moving on. Again, you know, you're seeing like um, Zemeckis is just amongst some huge directors releasing big films. Yeah, yeah. You got Lucas going out there. Like you said, you got Richard Donner going out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Was got... it Lucas? I think, was it Lawrence Kasdan that directed Yeah, but Empire? they always say Lucas is basically yeah. playing through that. Got a, yeah, so there's some really big, big names on that list. So, um... So that's sort of the lead up to this film, <laughs> um, this adventure, this uh, but, mm. caper of a film. You, exactly, uh, hijinks. Yeah, hijinks. hijinks. Not I a don't caper, want to yeah. people get caught up with a crime caper. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is a hijinks yeah, film. Yeah, it is. You know, it's like a sorority movie, you yeah. know what I mean? But um, but for people who would, weren't smart enough to go to college, <laughs> <laughs> so you end up as a car salesman. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it's, it, it is. It's, but it's, it's, it's very much for this time. Yeah, it is. Very so, much for its time. Um, we're going to get into it. Before we do, Craig, let's just hear about it now. 
Used Cars gives us a glimpse of the highly dubious world of used car sales, with Kurt Russell playing against type as Rudy Russo. After the death of his mentor and the owner of the car dealership, Rudy sleezes and schemes to keep his job and fulfill his life goal of becoming a crooked politician. But as with every 80s comedy, be careful what you wish for. All right. <laughs> so, um... I have a beautiful voice. Tell me, tell me. You do, Craig. You do have a very beautiful voice. Um, people don't realise that Craig's also been doing um, Valentine's cards in in preparation, uh, like audio cards. Yeah. We're doing Valentine's audio cards. Those little um, sound effects you have when you open up the card that goes... <laughs> I do the adult only cards. Oh gosh! <laughs> I was about to say you do it. Birthday. Yeah, at first I thought you were doing a really good Garkamel there for a bit, but um, uh, <laughs> I love where your mind goes, Jeff. Yeah, Mine went to a total different area. Listen, <laughs> listen. I'm I'm, uh, I'm on a casting couch somewhere with Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> you're you're at the Smurf Village. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This I'm, is why we're friends. I'm your <laughs> I'm your back to the future Zemeckis while Craig is your used cars. I'm used cars Zemeckis. That's, if that was, seriously, that is a brilliant analogy. <laughs> I am disused cars <laughs> Zemeckis. I'm used cars Zemeckis. So, Craig, considering that with no lo- knowledge of the film itself, mm-hmm. uh, how much knowledge did you have going into oh, it? I had no idea. No idea. Like, yep. I didn't... It, I expected some form of hijinks, um, you know. You could tell just by the cover it was going to be one of those 80s films. Yeah. Um, I expected boobies. Yeah. Um, admittedly, I expected a higher calibre of boobies than I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe attached to a higher calibre of woman. Oh, but, man. But let's, but let's not go into that just yet, you know. Um, but, yeah, I expected just a pretty straightforward... Caper film. Yeah. Oh, caper. Hijinks. 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 We don't want to get caught up on on semantics. Um, Yeah, it was interesting. Um, I bought this film on DVD. And look, if we're being really honest, I lent it to Craig to watch it so that... uh, I wasn't going to buy it. Yes. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm glad it's not in my collection. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm glad I don't have to scan that one into into my app. Yeah, it's in mine, people. It's marked as watched. Um, I wish that I'd got the DVD out to just tell you, because did you look on the inside of the cover? No. All right. So this DVD is so old since it was last released. Yeah. That they printed, if you like this movie, check out these other fine releases. Oh, wow. Like they used to. That's old school. So it had like four or five movies that I'm pretty sure... They just picked a category and went, what ones do we need to ship out of these? Because yeah. we got too many. They of just them. went out the back and looked at the highest piles. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. Because there was definitely <laughs> more money was in there. <laughs> we need to get rid of more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. People aren't aren't taking a liking to this weigh-ins fella. <laughs> so um, I really didn't know what to expect. Um but I didn't expect what I got. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly, isn't it? It's it's so funny. I just, just I just had a frame, a frame of mind or a tone that I expected being Robert Zemeckis. Yep, I guess, and and that's what I was. And I saw, and and when I watched, um, I want to hold your hand. 
Yes. Even though it wasn't pure, um, like obviously it wasn't Zemeckis at his best. Yeah. It had that tone to it. Yeah. And this just seemed, honestly, it seemed like someone else directed it. I was about to say the same thing, Craig. I was, um, so watching the film, mm. um, so recently, uh, little Jeff origin story continuing. Each week we're going to give you a little tip. A of, little Jeff story. A little bit of Jeff, but um, <laughs> recently got married. Well, by recently, in the last 12 months got married. That's recently. And uh, my wife hasn't watched as many movies as I have. <laughs> and so very excitedly, I've discovered there are a few films that I grew up on that are like, Oh, the holy grail of movies. And then when you show it to people who have actually never watched them, they're terrible movies to them. Aww. And so we watched um, The Blues Brothers. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Wow, that's nice. Oh, well, we got halfway through The Blues Brothers. Yeah, I don't know if I could watch it. And um, I remember growing up on The Blues Brothers. Yeah. And there was way more language than I remember being in a PG film. Oh, and they, they could get were, away with everything at the time. Those guys were just horrible. Like they were just horrible people. <laughs> so I don't know what drew us. It must have been the music. It's the music. Um They had so many brilliant they had Ray Charles oh, in yeah. it, you know, Ruth Franklin. Yeah. But there's this this But um, I like my Dan Aykroyd fat. <laughs> well, like he must be um either John Belushi was incredibly small. Or Dan Aykroyd is a very tall, large person. He's a very tall, large person, supposedly. Really? Yeah, I was watching something the other day and they started talking about, um, or listening to something the other day and they started talking about Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, and yeah, he's basically just, he's, he's a tall dude. Wow. It just blows my mind because like when you think of Ghostbusters, yeah, like you think of him as the short fat guy, which, yeah, he, yeah, which exactly, he's not. Exactly, but if you think about everyone else around me, around yeah. him in that, they're tall dudes too. Yeah, that's like obviously very they true. might not be huge tall dudes. We're not talking basketball players and shit. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's crazy, isn't it? Just how like uh, time and your mind can sort of shift things a little bit. Oh yeah, exactly. And uh, like I think we said this in the first episodes. You know, you bring you bring yourself to the movie. Yeah, you bring a lot of what you were at the time around for that movie as well. Yep. And so, you know, and that's what it is. A lot of these movies, when we go back to watch them, we're not only going back to watch them, but we're almost going back to the time we were when we watched them. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, um, almost like it'd be really interesting to see the effects nostalgia actually has on a watching experience. Oh, easily. You easily. Know? <laughs> which, easily. Which I'm very interested when we get to... Um, like if I'm talking Back to the Future. Yeah, I'm interested um, too. Because I haven't watched part one in ages. Well, I'm worried about part three, which... I love part for three. Me, well, for me oh, too. I love part three. And so I'm really worried I'm going to watch it and be like, oh gosh, you know? No, I, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be fine with part three. Yeah, I hope so. I think we'll be fine Please with part Lord, three. Please, Lord, let it be so. But um, Because he doesn't... Uh, well, my worry, my thing that I... that Just from blank off memory, and obviously we'll yeah. get into this later, but he doesn't rely too much on CGI. Yeah, yeah, three yeah. Three would be the one he relies the most on. Yeah. But the rest of it, yeah, he doesn't really... It's, and it's most about character, so I think that doesn't age. Yeah, true, true. I love... I do love there's a, and we'll get, again get into it, there's a practicality that even yeah. people, when they talk about Zemeckis, they talk about his visual styling. Yeah. You know, he's a very visual um, director. And um, I really want to get back to that Blues Brothers, but we've gone on a sick little tangent, so we'll just keep it going. The film opens up with a really gorgeous one 
mm. that that goes from that um, wrecked car that's up on the, on uh, the yes, tower. Yes, 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 yes. And then it slowly moves its way down to a car below in which Kurt Russell is being the shonky used car salesman. Yeah, exactly. Ticking back the odometer, but it zooms seamlessly from above an aerial shot that swings all the way down to be tight on the um, on the yep. odometer, and, and um, in that it sums up his character. Oh, it does. That time. Yeah. In that, it was just like I got to say, we're talking about used cars. Too. Yeah, we're back on used cars. Yeah. Sorry, people. Um, keep up with us. Um, but like, just that really that little moment that I was like, all right, he's giving himself a little stretch again. Yeah, um, testing something out. I saw that bit and I felt hope. Yeah, same. Mm. I was the same until I, I saw the reflection in the side mirror of the cameraman. <laughs> did <you? laughs> yeah. I didn't see that. Damn it. Damn it. I didn't see that. And I was uh, like, oh, maybe that. Oh, could we I've class that as a shot out? Could, yeah, that's right. Could we call that a cameo? Um, <laughs> so, you know, um, so there are these little moments in the film, which is very practical. You know, you saw mm. in that you could see they were coming down on a crane. Yeah. You know, do it, doing that. And it was great. Um, and so there's this real practicality that Zemeckis does in his films yeah. that I think at the same time people see him as such a visionary and such a um, uh, technically sort of technological-based yeah, yeah. filmmaker. Like you put him like a like a James Cameron. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and technical. Yeah, director, that's yeah. exactly right. And so, you know, when, when you're seen as the godfather of motion capture, yeah. um, you know, the... That stigma comes to it, but a lot of the time it's missed just how practical and intelligent in his practicality that he is in films. Yeah. Um, you know, down to back to back to the future three, and I can't wait to see it happen again, is the Frisbee moment. <laughs> you, you know <laughs> yeah, where he yeah, throws exactly. the plate. And it's like, these days, that would have been a digital plate that get, gets thrown. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, man, this I just can't wait to watch Back to the Future now. Yeah, yeah, just pumped. It's coming crazy, especially it's after this. That's oh, right. That's oh, right. Need it. So I need to cleanse hey, the palate. Yeah. Can I talk about something though, Craig? Go for it. There is this energy that, um, at the start of the film, yeah, the energy that I got, and if we call it energy, a vibe. It was really sort of snarky, almost yeah. frustrated. Yep. You know, really. It's mean spirit. Ma- had malice yeah, through the it whole did, film. Didn't it? Um, it and was that's, that's one of the things that was um that's what was odd about it. It's just I couldn't find any likability in the characters. Yes. Um I couldn't find any likability. Except for the guy who dies at the start. Yes. You know what I mean? Um and he's the only one that I saw there that had a bit of heart. Yep. Like, obviously, um, yes, you see Kurt Russell do moments where he basically shows a bit of heart. Yeah, well, you know what? No one's 100% evil. Yeah. But he's a good 80%. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good 80% yeah. asshole. And there was a few little moments that were just random. Like, um, you know, even at the start where it's like nighttime, um, when old mate sort of passes away, yeah. the guy that owns the the used car sales lot that uh, Kurt Russell's character works on. And it goes outside and he's offside as having sex in one of the cars yeah. with a lady. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, nowadays I'd go, was that a studio note? Like, could, could, <laughs> yeah, could, yeah, yeah, that's a studio do note. You th- do you think that he could sleep with her? 
you know, maybe yeah, it was a studio note. Just, you know. But it was just like those little moments that you're like, so what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. how's that? Yeah, how's that <laughs> relate to anything? <laughs> it was My, so bizarre and it really built nothing about that character. Oh no, but that character's not, you know what I mean? But he's, I would he's have a much soundboard. preferred yeah, who well, he is, isn't he? And he's offside. We're talking about Kurt Russell's offside. I can't yeah, remember his name. Look, it's so important. I didn't even write his name down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but fluffy like, hair. he's got that. Um, those moments later in the film where he becomes deeply superstitious. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Which didn't. Which really just popped up out of nowhere. The, yes. The intensity in which he's yeah. superstitious. Yeah. Yeah. At first, it seems like a passing thing. Oh, red cars. Blah blah blah. But then suddenly, he just. It's crazy superstitious, yes. like almost borderline OCD suspicious. And look, let's let's just put a little thing on it. Listen, Mr. Zemeckis and Mr. Gale, if you're listening, uh, I really, I'm not a screenwriter. You guys are amazing. But what yeah, I, but when, this wasn't a good movie. It, I, think was, <laughs> <laughs> like, I love you both. And, and I love <laughs> you both, Bobs. I love you guys. I love you, know, you Bobs. And we're all entitled to our opinion. <laughs> Not a good movie. Um, <laughs> but like, even in that little moment, if it had been... Oh, just to straight like, out chances I've ever met. That attractive lady walks in to get a car and yep. he's holding that keychain of all the lucky thing, rubbing the rabbit's foot and he's like, oh yes, this is going to be my lucky day. Yeah. And then he goes to sell the car. We see him having sex in the car. Yep. And it's like, oh, okay. So the rabbit's foot worked <laughs> for him. You yeah, know? exactly. Did he get a sale or did he just yeah, get he just yeah. get a route? So we'll just figure it out. It's like and and for all those people, international listening, a route is uh is sexual intercourse. <laughs> that's right. Relations. <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah, like just really interesting sort of um just vibe to the film. Hey. Yeah, it is, it is, man. And and then there's also a moment which just like um, I want to hold your hand. There was a, there's a dark moment. Oh, there's yeah. a dark moment where the guy's driving him around, trying to give him a heart attack as well. Yeah. Is just <laughs> hard. Okay, yeah. so I'll explain. I'll set up the scene if you haven't seen. Please it. So, do, Craig. So there's two. Okay, so used cars, as you probably heard in the clip. There's okay. So there's two brothers, older brothers, who own. Used car lots across from each other. One's a classy one who's, uh, you know, an egotistical asshole. And then the other one's the owner of um, the one that Kurt Russell works at. And he has a heart attack and dies. Um, and so Kurt Russell has to obviously, you know, um, try save the used, try save the used car lot. Yeah. But there's a scene where the asshole brother, that's what I'll just call him, sends... <laughs> Sends one of his guys out to test drive the car, so the old, so the nice brother who has a bad heart, yep. has to go in. And this is a stunt driver who's basically ch- deliberately trying to give the old guy a heart attack, <laughs> and it is so ruthless, evil. <laughs> it's so evil as as this guy is clutching his chest and this guy who plays the brothers is a damn good actor i've oh, seen him in he? other films man he's the best bit of the he's, film he's isn't he? brilliant yeah he, yep. he plays both of those roles perfectly yeah and he plays this role of a person getting vehicularly attacked <laughs> so you know what i mean crazy. and he's clutching his chest and this guy's going yeah i like you old man i think we're gonna go are you ever go driving traffic <laughs> you're just and you're just like, oh my god, this is horrible. Yep. This is absolutely horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't, and I, I, I don't. It's weird. I, I can't. I can't imagine a um, 
any audience in any time frame, <laughs> apart <laughs> from <laughs> apart from apart from nineteen forties Germany, <laughs> ever lie at something like this? They'd just be like, "Oh, look at the old guy clutching his chest. Oh, Jesus! Look, he's gonna get a heart attack. Oh yeah. Oh damn yeah. This is hilarious. This is oh. hilarious stuff. I don't. I'd, what was seriously. your favorite part of used cars? Oh, the heart oh, attack. Oh, the heart attack scene, man. You know that heart attack scene where he gives that nice old man a heart attack. Oh, oh, I nearly pissed myself laughing. Yeah, he's serious. Honestly, that was just. Horrible that it whole freaking scene. So I was like watching dark. it going, I, I don't know how to react to that. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I don't man. know how to react. But can I say, uh, um, great props to the actor, and I wish awesome. that um, I'd written it down, but he plays both the evil brother and the kind brother. Very well, too. And the way that he portrays the kind brother having a heart attack, you just feel oh, for man. him because he's like for him. he's a sweetheart he's a sweet old man yeah he's and sweet it's, to kurt russell who's I also know. an asshole i know <laughs> it's like he's just the shining light out of the movie gets snuffed in that yep. first like 10 yeah, minutes exactly and it's like it's crazy now speaking in the darkness craig <laughs> i i literally wrote this this is in my notebook when you think about it it's dark <laughs> yeah, it is. And so their mate, who is like the father figure to these guys in the used car, yep. he dies of a horrific heart attack. Yes. So what's their answer? Let's stick him in a car with coins on his eyes yeah. and bury him. Bury him <laughs> in the car. As they're talking about how, how good the car, the car yard. is. In the car yard. In the car yard. <laughs> so that, they, that, you know what? There was a legit moment where they put him in the car and I'm like, oh, snap. We're getting all weekend at Bernie's. Bernie's. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I thought, too. I thought we were going weekend at Bernie's. The second they put him so in a car, good. I thought we are going to have these times where he's going to be sitting in the car and arms are going to be waving and shit. You know? <laughs> Same. I, I totally like, thought we were like, getting weekend wow. at Bernie's. I was almost thinking, wow, this is a Mecca's invented weekend at bernie's <laughs> no. Oh, no i was totally on the same wave i was like this uh-huh. is amazing he is so ahead of his time You're so but ahead of his time then he, no. then he gets buried no, no. so then he-, <laughs> he gets like buried and just like later on oh, he gets even, dug up <laughs> even more horrible it gets so even that more they horrible. can like prove that he's so while he's buried the excuse is he's gone to Florida on a holiday. Yep. And he'll be back. So then his daughter turns up. Yep. Who Kurt Russell wastes no time in lying to her and, and betting her. And betting her, yep. <laughs> and it's just, when I'm saying this out loud, yeah, it, I know, it's, it's, it's insane, it's, isn't it's, it? It's, it's crazy. And so he beds her. And then she starts asking more questions when her dad's returning from Florida. Yep. So the answer is... Let's dig the car up, stick a brick on the accelerator, and have him drive into a wall that will burst into flames. No, an electrical station. Oh, an electrical station. <laughs> and they filled the and they filled the car, car with, with like petrol. petrol. <laughs> so they put this dead body in the car. So so yeah, it, it comes in where they basically um, the arsehole brother across the road goes, No, no, I know you've buried him in the pit. Um, and so they they pull him out of the car. And obviously, you know, the, the smart aleck black man gets the job. Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. He's like he's like this stereotype black guy who's obviously super strong, but he's lazy. He's he's, he's on, Seriously, he's, he's, 
He's almost Jim Crow. That's how stereotyped this guy is. And he's standing there and he's like, Oh, oh, you oh, stink. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, man. You stink. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> About 40 mother effers in that yeah. as well. Oh, these motherfucking stinks. <laughs> and then he puts it on. He puts the, they put it on. And they race him across. And there's all these cars and police there because they think they're going to dig up a dead body. Yep. And he's going, no, no, there he is driving a car. And there's this dead guy, <laughs> rotted dead guy, <laughs> driving a car. Into an electrical post and it explodes. Oh, man. And it, it explodes in front of everyone. Even the daughter. Even the <laughs> daughter. Does, and he hasn't told it? the daughter yet that oh, he'd already. Gosh. And Kurt Russell's supposedly already in love with the daughter. Yeah. And he hasn't, hasn't told her yet that he died like two months before. And let's be honest if you were like, sorry, your dad passed away, it's horrible. I know. Um, we didn't know what to do. We want to <laughs> save the car yard. <laughs> So we buried him out the back. <laughs> but we want to blow some shit up. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so let's continue on this little but dark road. But I have road. some money in my budget. <laughs> so their answer to save the used car lot is to go gorilla style and make a commercial that's going to air during the biggest football game of the year. Yep. And that, uh, <laughs> that ad, which is basically the 80s equivalent of hacking, yeah, which exactly. Which is they hack is, the signal. They make their own commercial. Tap wires into wires. They which actually is, literally cut wires um, into wires. I did write um, Mr. Um, Superstitious. Yeah. I wrote his name down in there. His character name was Jeff. Um, so, <laughs> spelled different. And um, those two guys who hacked were actually um, a comedy duo. Yeah. They've been comedy duo for years. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're in lots of films. Yeah, yeah. Um, Laverne and Shirley. Yep. So, these guys, yeah. um, they hack in. They make a gorilla commercial in the car park of the football yeah. game um, <laughs> to advertise <laughs> the, the car yard. So, they get this... Um, Attractive lady to sit yep. on the bonnet to deliver the uh, thing, <laughs> and a series of events happen where all her clothes get torn off, as they do in eighties films. And um, and so the hijack commercial broadcasts her breasts and the location of the <laughs> car yard <laughs> in front of families. You see all their shocked results. But can I tell you what really shocked me? Are you talking about right at the end of the commercial? Yes. <laughs> Where you see that hand come out. That gloved hand come, come out, out of nowhere and, just and grab the boob. boob. <laughs> and this woman's screaming. Like, this woman is screaming. You going, could, oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. So what's, so what's happened? A, hand, a gloved hand comes out <laughs> and squeezes the breast. <laughs> like, this oh. movie, it's horrible. It's <laughs> damn horrible. And it's, I'm not saying he's from, like, some <laughs> Me Too movement. I... It's just horrible. <laughs> it's just like when you when you sit there and look at it, you could write a whole list of things that nowadays like it really shows in like oh. thirty eight years we're talking now. Yeah. In thirty eight years what you could get away with. Oh yeah. Versus what you could never make that oh, nowadays. This, this movie has so many of those things that you're almost thankful have now died from film. Man, you know I what could, I mean? Like, I love a good boob, man. I love seeing boobies oh, on the screen. But, man, randomly this girl just gets groped. <laughs> just, 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 seriously. And it's, it's and insane, it's almost, And if you it? made it black and white, and if you turn it into a, it, it could almost be a scene out of a maniac 
out of yeah. Maniac or a horror movie where just this, it looks like nothing. There's suddenly this glove. It's almost like it was improvised. Yeah. <laughs> this glove comes out and just squeezes her breast. It's almost like Robert Zemeckis goes, I'm just going to grab it. Yeah, that's, no. part of, that's part of the film. No. I'm just going to grab it. Well, maybe not Robert Zemeckis. Bobby Z is better than like that. The, the best, he's better the than best that. boy or something yeah, like that. He's just, like, the, the, the one guy's like, yeah, I'm just going to grab that dick. It, <laughs> do you know what? It's like one of those things. You know you know when The Dark Knight was released and there was all this, Heath Ledger took a camera and he filmed all those bits. Yeah. It's like they gave it to a second unit crew who probably just like had this handheld video camera to make the it The same look guy's shocking. idea was to, to bang the girl at the start. Yep. Yep. And he's like a second unit guy, probably just snorted a heap of cocaine. Yep. <laughs> And then just, they were just playing with it. Now, I can say, look, when you're listening and saying these guys are listening to something, laughing at something that is really horrible, <laughs> we're laughing at the sheer <laughs> insanity of this. Oh, look, it's, look, we're laughing at it. We're not laughing, obviously. That's nothing, not the circumstance. No, it's not the circumstance. You know what I mean? Like, let's not go too PC. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but also, yeah, we're laughing at just, this is crazy. Yes. You watch this film now, it's crazy. Can it's I like say, watching those old Disney films where, or the old Disney cartoon where you have that, um, um, or not Disney, I think as well, where they had that um, caricature black guy who used to just walk around with a big lip and carry a yeah, gun. Yeah, 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 on oh, the old Warner Brothers sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like that. You watch it and you go, well, Tom and Jerry these days, if you buy, they did a Blu-ray release of the old Tom and Jerry. Yeah. And there's actually a warning at the start that say, uh, not Tom and Jerry, it's uh, Warner Brothers do it. Um, yeah, I think it's one. They, yeah, they it's do one. a they do a warning that says that these cartoons don't, uh, were made at a time that do not reflect the standards of today. You know, enjoy <laughs> at your own risk. And so it's like this weird warning. But can I say, in that moment, the the way that the girls' clothes come off, yeah, was actually comical. Yeah, it, it was, was in it this was slapstick comical. sort of way. So it wasn't. That wasn't even mean-spirited. That no. was actually like a comical... You've seen it before, movies, someone's wearing a dress, a coat, it slams in the door by accident yeah, exactly. and gets caught or and comes off. Wind yeah, that or something sort of silly thing. like that. Yeah, exactly. And that, it's not the purpose that she was naked. It was just... <laughs> it was just that, that, that gloved head. head. It's out. so was, creepy, isn't I it? I was like... Damn! <laughs> Me <laughs> That's too. The one Damn, look at that! It's Did he just grab that head? <laughs> 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 oh, Man, seriously, gosh. guys, this, you gotta watch this. Oh, look, the more I'm thinking about this movie <laughs> now, watch it, the more I've got to say, you've got to watch it now. Just oh, say, mate, I, 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 I actually now, as I'm doing this, I really want to watch it again. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do, I do, I want to watch it again, almost <laughs> like a, um, almost like just to pick up on the things that are not right about it. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. Like, um, I guess now I'm looking at it from a different perspective. The reason I was so disappointed in this is what I was trying to look at it. I thought it'd be like I want to hold your hand, or like once again a draft um, Robert Zemeckis film, and then that's where I got disappointed from because yep. I just kept looking for those moments of genius, especially when that first five minutes of this crane shot down, yep. and um, I was like, "We're in for something good." Yes. Then I was like, "No, we're not." <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, they, oh, Jesus, it's horrible, horrible. And then they get strippers. Oh, well, um, yeah, let's go there, Craig, because there is yes. more dark so, stuff to so, come. So the arsehole, um, the, well, as much as I say the arsehole brother, he seems like a good brother now. Just, you know? just, just the rich competitor. Yeah, the That's rich really competitor. all he is. The rich brother basically says, okay, I'm going to start um, you know, promoting. I'll show you how to promote 
This is after the titty ad with the yep. assault on it. <laughs> and um, he goes, I'm going to show you how to promote it to families. And he gets a circus. At the, you know, which is actually yep. pretty cool. Yeah. I would take my son There's to that. There's a car yard just yeah, down exactly. the road, Craig, that regularly has a blow-up yeah, castle exactly. in there. Exactly, and that's awesome. And he's just like, yep. Yeah. And then um, suddenly Kurt Russell, he hires strippers. Yep. And they're strippers. And honestly... And I, I look, and this is, sounds incredibly awful, and, you know, especially me just complaining about. But man, that first stripper he went to, I thought it was a dude. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought it was a dude. She has mad swimmers' shoulders, man. She looks like a Chinese swimmer, and I was like, "What the hell?" Oh, <laughs> I was like, at first, at first, I thought it was his friend. You know, his friend with the curly hair. <laughs> his friend with the curly hair, dressed oh, up in drag, and then he pulled out tits. I was like, "It is." <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's actually a woman. Oh my <laughs> look, look, gosh. I know, look, I'm far from an oil painting. Um, guys, seriously, like <laughs> I said, you'll look at me and you can almost see a thumb. But, <laughs> but yeah, I was shocked. I was shocked. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that was just insane, wasn't it? Because his answer is, well, if they're going family across the road. Yeah. Um, and can I just say, how quickly did it turn from day to night there? Um, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Hey. It was suddenly nighttime and the strippers were on top of cars um, just shaking their thing. Sh- shaking their booty. And um, getting people across the road because, you know, when I see some boobs, yep. I want to buy a car. Yep. And uh, here's another horrible scene. One where they pretend to have that poor father run over the dog. Oh, <laughs> So they use like there's a used car tactic they use. They have this beagle. I love beagles. I've got a beagle. She's beautiful. Oh, um, man. and they have this beagle who who they pretend to they pretend to run over her. So the um, person will be so um, guilty, like the the oh salesman cries goodness. and cries, and even the dog pretends the dog pretends to be basically be um dog pretends to be dead. Which I would love to hear this. I think that dog's been sedated. Really? Yes. I've seen dogs sedated heaps because I've had a whole bunch of just unhealthy dogs. And they always have that little tongue popping out when they're sedated. <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. This is serious. And and I think they've sedated the dog just for that scene. Um, when, when he's carrying it. And the, that's it. Says, but then, obviously, you see a bit where he wakes up. But he, And to make it even worse, this arsehole salesman puts a rock yeah. under the wheel of the car <laughs> so it feels like you run over the dog. Oh, and horrible. Makes a big scene about the dad drove over the dog. Yep. So he has to buy the car. He has to buy the car. Yeah. Can I just go back on that same sales tactic? <laughs> it's <a> the <laughs> heart attack. <laughs> the heart attack actually happens. So at the start of when he's when they're all, the good one's dying. Oh, uh, he, he comes bursts into a room where Kurt Russell's trying to sell some people a car. Yeah, and it, they're trying to negotiate the price. So old guy comes in. It's actually semi funny. It is um, semi funny. That bit's semi funny. It's sort of if the spirit beforehand was a bit different, that would be quite comical. Yeah. So he bursts in. He's holding his chest, holding his well, it's chest because they haven't worked out that the arms the bit that hurts when heart attacks actually happen <laughs> yet. But um, he bursts in, and so this poor guy's like, he said, you know, you can't. Kurt Russell says you can't get more discount because it would break my owner's heart. <laughs> And in he bursts, holding oh his chest, God. just terrifying this couple who Kurt Russell, instead of helping his friend, manages to get them to sign the contract. Yeah, exactly. And like he's panicking and stupidly this guy's like, oh no, I'll sign the contract. <laughs> like I've never just, 
I've never seen that tactic. I and look, oh, I man. did sales for five years. Oh god! <laughs> and I've never seen someone in a panic, you know, like an actual panic. Go, yeah, I got to sign that contract. Let's let's do something where a guy's having a heart attack. Yeah, and I'll sign a contract. Yeah. <laughs> the, the old heart attack pitch yeah. mustn't work anymore. Oh man! Oh the old yeah, heart man. attack Seriously. pitch. Horrible film. <laughs> well, can we go? We're gonna go one more. They do another gorilla ad later on in the um in the in the film. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, and yeah. their answer <laughs> is to get rocket launchers and explosives and yeah. guns and shoot up the rich competitor across the roads business. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they broadcast that during a big, uh, but during the president's speech. Yeah, exactly during the president's speech, <laughs> Jimmy Carter's speech. <laughs> and but also, do you remember how does he explain what the um the killers the people who did it look like to the police? Oh, I wrote this down, Craig. <laughs> I, I wrote this would. down. I knew you would. <laughs> he says, "Blame the Iranians." <laughs> <laughs> so it's very topical because we're actually having issues with Iran, <laughs> Iran today. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, well, dude, I actually wrote a note down and we'll go back to this a bit later on. But it reminds <laughs> me that in Back to the Future, it's no longer the Iranians. Also, who it's it? the Libyans. Ah, yes, yes, yes. That so obviously, but I had a look into it. That whole Iranian sort of time was the Ayatollah were all yeah. doing their thing. So it was very topical at the time. That is, and it's topical now, yeah. ironically. So, um, but just these insane... <laughs> but I doubt they're blowing up used cars. <laughs> well, no, they've got bigger fish to fry, don't they? Yeah. Um, but just, just the insanity, like the extremes that these are... I think what it is that's really odd in it, and this is just a thought I'm having yeah. right now, Craig, is the moments when that stuff's not happening are so low yeah. that when the other things happen, they're like insanely extreme and high Yeah, that you're like, what the heck is going on? You know, it always seems like, and this is like, this is what I was thinking of, like, obviously, I want to hold your hand, had to prove to the studios he had talent. Yeah. Um, this one seemed like... He had to prove to the studios that he is a team player. Yes. Um, but also, it seems like this is the first film where, like I said, one I mean by team player is, I reckon there was, there is, and you do, and you're right. There's, there seems like there's this, it's like a bi- bipolar movie. You know what I mean? I was gonna and, say it before, and you have these things, and it looks like there's just he's just showed up with post-it notes. Yep. Yeah. Add an explosion in. Yep. Make sure you shoot the black Make guy. Make it bigger. Make it bigger, yeah. <laughs> Talk something about Iran. Yeah. Just these random things. And maybe it is a writing team finding their feet. Yeah, exactly. To, to learn, you know, because let's be honest, sometimes when you're cooking, you've got to burn stuff to learn yeah. how far you push it. Yeah, exactly. You know? So maybe it is a team that are just, they're finding their feet. And really, um, I've been given the joyous task of writing the article for this oh. week's uh, episode. Jeff texted me and asked me if I wanted to. And, uh, I said, I'm Luke, sorry, man, I can't. I'm like, I'm like a small beagle laying under the tire of a used car. Um, but I love like, that beagle though. That was my second favorite character because my beagle, <laughs> seriously, because I have a beagle and she's beautiful. I've said it twice, but yeah, that's my second well, favorite character. If I'm to say what this film really is, it's a it's a director who's and a writing team who are just learning how to find their feet. Yeah. So if we if we talk about I want to hold your hand, I think I want to hold your hand was probably somewhat of a passion project that had been worked through yep. school, and you could see that. This is the time where it's like, 
All right, like like the 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 second album blues that most people. Yeah, get. yeah, no, that's very true. Very so true. they spend so long preparing that initial album that they release. When the second one comes out, it's quicker. It's it's produced more, and it just feels odd. It's like the second book of a fantasy series. Yeah. Always. You know what I mean? The first one's huge because they've yep. been writing it for years. Yeah. And then the second one, they said, well, we need a sequel in six months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Aragon. And so the next book, it's yeah. Aragon. Oh, we all there. Oh, Aragon. Oh, uh, but, um, but yeah, and it just seemed basically, it, it seems like, and and then in another way, another theory of it is, it could, it seems like two guys, so obviously the two Bobs. Yep. Who are made, to do a, a, a film in a genre that they're not comfortable in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like outsiders looking in. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's like these guys who, who look, if you look through their movies, it's about family, it's about character, yeah. it's about connections, um, and obviously about innovation and technology. But yeah. But it's it's a very family. The, he has always, except for What Lies Beneath, he has a very family focus around a lot of these things. And it seems like they they've made them go into something that it's just not their it's not their field. I think um, it's because some of it seems, and I guess that's what some of it seems like is when you watch these meatball movies, yeah, um, where they've got these titties and all that yeah. stuff like that. There, it is. It does have that hijinks feel to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, whereas this one has, it's almost like Robert Zemeckis's. Um, Oh, it's it's Robert Zemeckis's view of these types of movies. Yes, and it's almost like he's trying to say something badly about these films. Yep. Um, like because if you, I think if we did look back at a lot of these films, a lot yep. of these heroes in these films, like I remember one in Revenge of the Nerds. One of the main set pieces in Revenge of the Nerds is they hide a camera inside the house and they see all these girls naked. Yep. And I remember it's funny, and I still remember it as funny, <laughs> and. But that's the thing. It's this almost could be, uh, or I might be just overreaching here. Um, Robert Smackers' reason going, well, these aren't good people. Yeah, you know, these 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 titty hijinks films. Yeah, these aren't good people. No, I like it, Craig. I really like. It. I actually wonder if um, also in it, like I do agree. Um, Zemeckis, I think, has a darkness to his films, which in his later work we're going to see comes yeah. out. So you know, we're about to go into a little sort of. You could call him family, yeah, sort of. But he gets zone. more finessed in his darkness. Yeah, he's yeah. like old school nursery rhymes. Like he's like yeah. Grim Brothers. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's like that. Well, it's it's a necessary. It's J.K. Rowling. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's the best um, family movies have to have darkness in them. Yes, like a proper finessed darkness. Yeah, and them. I think he's more adult fare that comes out later in his career. Um, or even in that middle section where you've got the what lies beneath and mm. death becomes her and and things like that, you know those sort of those sort of more adult fare um, is really this is sort of testing the waters of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know how do we do it? Perhaps I wish that there was more information about this film out there. You know, and one day I'd love to meet Mr. Zemeckis to talk this. I'd love to. Um, this would probably be one of the films I would love to talk the oh, most about. And you know what? From our experience interviewing people, generally when you bring something random up and want to ask it. about it, they flat out love it. Just don't ask JJ Abrams about robots. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. His robot collection. His robot collection. Um, Sorry. 
We'll talk about that later. That's yeah. another moment. But I'd love to hear, <laughs> what I'd really love to hear if we did talk to him, I'd love to hear if this was um, a pitch they did. Yeah. Or if this was... Pitched on them. A, a, a film given to them, you can rewrite it from scratch, you know? So there's this darkness that they're adding into these yep. slapsticky, hijinks sort of yeah. movies. And, you know, it's really testing... It is. It's testing the waters and finding their feet. Yeah. And, and this is something or that... Or is I, it just shit? Well, you know, <laughs> like, Craig, I'd love for him to go, yeah, that was just a piece of shit. Well, he might. <laughs> he might, exactly. You know, you know what I mean? That would be interesting to see. Um, he, I think... I think I wouldn't be surprised if he probably has a lot of disappointments about the film. Yeah, you know? uh, that's, and that's but, why I think this would be a, a brilliant topic. Yeah, yeah, big time. And I think um, we'll get to some stuff that is really positive about it. Um, Are we? Just, well, I think there's some real <laughs> positives in joking. here. I look, the um, more I think about this movie, the more I'm enjoying it. <laughs> look, we've, um, the more I'm enjoying just just chatting about it. Yeah, and that's well, what I love. That's what movies are meant to be. They're that's exactly talk, right. And this is the reason for. that we're doing this podcast, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, yeah exactly. we really want to just talk about the movie in a way that makes someone go, you know what? I never thought I'd want to watch yeah. used cars. And hopefully someone's out there now going, oh, wow. I've got to see this. I've got to see this. <laughs> I've got to see You know, I someone's probably the black going. Guy, the stereotype black guy in the movie. Oh, man. The one who's asleep at the start. He at his job did, and didn't he cop that role for most of his career, yeah, that, that poor, poor guy. guy? Yeah, he um, was a mad Character actor, boys, that, um, that half dull. Yep, and um, uh, he has that tragic ending in um, James Bond. Yep. Uh, is it License to Kill? I can't remember. It's a Timothy Dalton one, or as a um, License to Kill. License to Kill gets fed to the sharks. Um, no, Felix Leiter gets fed to the sharks. Yeah, he gets the moment where the sharks are coming up on the on the walkway. Anyways, um, we're getting out of there, but. Um, yeah, yeah, I just love about this movie that we we really thought we'd have nothing to talk about, and then you realise there's so much there's to so talk much about. To talk about, yeah, exactly. This is podcast fodder. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I say though, Craig? I really love um, Zemeckis is really trying to stretch himself in here. I do think um, there are th- some things here that he's trying out. We've talked about the Wanna, mm-hmm. uh, which I feel. I want to go back and watch again, but I feel like the first time we go back in time for Back to the Future, it's a mirror image of that with the car yeah. that it comes down. Even with those little flags um, yeah. Yeah. flying, Definitely. I feel like he uses that. Um, the gorilla shooting of the commercials, when I thought about it, it reminded me of the moments in Back to the Future where um, Marty is filming Doc Brown. Oh yeah. yeah, so it's almost like he's he's had another little test run of that. Yeah, and I remember when Marty that. groped him on the breast. That was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And the doc goes, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, but doc. it was don't it was, worry, doc. It was a yellow rubber <laughs> <That's good>. glove. <laughs> well, he didn't mean to grope him on the breast. It was just um, Parkinson kicking him. So yeah, I think um, I really enjoyed those two moments again. The Iranians <laughs> being the um, the butt of a joke. Again, Back to the Future, there's that whole we'll blame the Libyans mm. um, before he gets chased was, off. This wasn't a big movie, was it? It was it, No, it, it was a flop. Because I and this is one of the thought reasons I thought for this as well. Kurt Russell is coming off being a Disney star. Well yeah. At the time. And that the woman who with him, I think I'm I'm not sure on my timelines, but she was um 
a mother on a TV show. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether this is before or after it. Um, and I think you might have just got this mistypecast because I think Kurt Russell being in another in any other film is heroic. Put him in this film, he's just he's just lazy. Do you know what his next film was? What? Escape from New York. Really? No way. <laughs> nineteen eighty used car. No. Nineteen eighty one. No. Yes. Snake Pliskin. I know what a jump. That's a huge jump. That's that's almost seems like he's like, nah. Used car hijinks films aren't for me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, um, and he's just like, come on. He's like, nah. You're gonna get me something like totally opposite. Can I get just something that's. Yeah, Fun, just, but hard. Yeah, just somewhere where I can, you know, dip in my voice. Yep, yep, totally. Wow, so, that's yeah, pretty awesome. wild, isn't it? That is awesome. That's um, an awesome tidbit. So that's so random as hell. Um, I was thinking about it. I wrote a few notes down because I love just my random little notes that <laughs> I go. My head's still blown. <laughs> so I like to save one for every episode. Ah, oh, you know, Craig. I love it. That's why I don't read your notes because I like to act natural. Can I say something that I really love about it? And I, this is what really got me. I'm going, I'm bringing it back around, Craig. No, bring it back We're around. back to you're, Blues you're Brothers. Good at, you're good at the same. Um, but when I was watching the film, it's like two-thirds of the film is this, we got to save the car yard. Yep. And the shenanigans of sales versus sales versus sales, back and forward, back and forward. Yep. Um, the answer ends up happening that the daughter... Of the used oh. car place that has passed away. Um, goes on to the news. Yep. And says... Oh, she goes on to... I think oh, she makes no, a she, commercial, she, she doesn't she? does she? a commercial. Yeah. And she says, um, we've got this many cars. Yeah. No, she doesn't. Remember, she doesn't say it. They cut it. Yeah, they edit it they again edit it. with so a little voiceover. Like a, yeah. So it sounds like she says, oh, that's right. It's the bad guy. Takes the footage yep. and then re-edit it to make it sound like she is lying about how many cars they have in yep. order to get the... A mile worth, a mile long of cars. mile of cars in order to get the car yard closed. It's the most elaborate... Uh, <laughs> this is this is, this is is so... But it's a, it's a, it's a common plot line for, um, for that time. Yeah. Where they all had to, you know, this dramatic thing where they had to prove something... At that, yeah, you yeah, know, that yeah. was wacky and out of the way, and then and then they had to band together to do it. Yep. And then Robert Zemeckis just goes, "Damn, I need some extras," and then just goes through his old catalogue of friends and <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. all just and they all pop up, don't they? they all from and the entire the cast of "I Want to Hold Your Hand" is there. This is is driver Ed. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So basically, the the plot then turns into a chase movie. Yep. Of a mile's worth of cars trying to get from point A to point B, which is the used car sales yep. lot. Yep. But I just want to talk about in and that... And Kurt Russell jumping on from car to car. Yeah. In a fight with yeah. chains. Yes. With chains. Yes. Now, don't forget all this shit, man. This uh, turns gladiator-esque. It's and, like and, death race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he... And the bad guy tries to beat up the girl. Yes. In the back of the car. Yes. Back of the ute. Well, the ute, sorry, the, the, you know, the pickup. Uh, the wagon. Yeah, the pickup. And, and, and then 
and Jack and Kurt Russell has to jump from car to car to get back onto this car. Yep. So he could and and the black guys driving. Oh, these motherfuckers are crazy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna fucking crash this car! Oh, whatever it is. And the oh, and then man. the ticket other guy is like, oh, it's a red car. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so this is where I'm going. There's there's an energy in that portion of the film. Yep. That is just insane. Yeah. And it just felt like the car chase scene in Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I thought Blues Brothers. Yeah. And so it's like, a, maybe it's the shape of the cars as well, because it's the same year. So which so came the, out first? Well, Blues Brothers came out about four or five months after used cars. Okay. So used cars sort of early in the year. We're talking November, October, November. So was, was there a, 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 pl- uh, a movie... Then there's something we might have to take a fine out. Yeah, look. yeah. Was there a movie before that which that, got everyone into cars? That's exactly what I was wondering. Now, what I'd love to check is um, that for Roger Corman, Ron Howard's first film was mm. one called Grand Theft Auto. Yep. Which is just a big chase sort of movie. Yeah, exactly. And so I'd love to see that, you know, I can't remember when Cannonball Run sort of came out. You know, yeah, we're that's talking plausible that though. Cannibal, Cannibal Run around that time was probably... So there's got to be something's the catalyst for this. I'd love to see what that is. Hit us up on the social media accounts, yeah, on the emails. If, if you if know what it is. it is, we'll give you a huge shout-out in the next episode if you do it. Um, but I'd love to see. But the energy that he brings in that, it's something that Zemeckis nails the chase. He nails the chase. Doesn't like that he? would. That would be uh, my favourite parts of the movie. Yeah. And when you think about I Want to Hold Your Hand, the in- really engaging parts of that film mm. were the chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and we'll go back later and we can think about your, um, you know, your Back to the Futures. Yeah. The, the chase is part of that. Building up the tension of a chase. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And that's always been one of his things where he can build up the tension of the chase where you're like, come on. Mm-hmm. Jump to that car. Yeah, yeah. Jump <laughs> off the train. You jump, know, there's all yeah. the... So jump over the train. Yeah. Oh, it's, God. But he, like, that's right. He drove a car over a it train. It is. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he did. Oh, man. He jumped the car over the train. Yes, he did. In like a Not weird Russell, sort of... Not Kurt this was fluffy hair guy. Jukes of Hazard style. Jukes, full Jukes of Hazard style. Yeah, and remember there was the James Bond film where he does the full corkscrew... Yeah, in the in the General Roberts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's like it's, maybe it's, it is that sort of time. This was a big thing going on. Um, I wish that we'd like. This is the beauty of the podcast: is Craig and I promised we wouldn't talk about the film till we record it. Yeah. So if you're sitting there at home going, "You idiots! How did you not see this?" Well. We probably could have got this all down and thought about it more <laughs> if we talked about it beforehand. But what we really want to do is to come here fresh and yeah. be talking to each other. So it feels like it. It is our first conversation about this film since we've watched it. And uh, and does and and do you remember? And anyone who watches the film, he bought the two hundred cars from El Guapo. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not think that? It's he so gives funny. him a stack of cash to El Guapo. Yep. And El Guapo starts screaming out to. Hey, to his missus. Hey, make this man a cup of tea. <laughs> hey, make this man a cup of tea. And the guy goes, no, I don't drink tea. And he goes, oh, you crazy. Hey, don't worry about the tea. And it was El Guapo, man. El Guapo, you know. So good. <laughs> the but three amigos, man. Can we take a moment? <laughs> Your mother is a goat. <laughs> <laughs> can we take a moment, Craig, and just talk about one 
absolutely bonkers stunt in this movie. Not the car flipping <laughs> over the, over the, the train. That's a pretty good stunt. <laughs> but do you know what I was just blown away by? Is old mate Jeff, who has now become extremely superstitious, yep. he discovers as he's driving that the car that he was driving is a red car that's yep. been painted blue. And he freaks out, like to the point he pulls the car over and starts walking as if he's um, like seen a ghost, yeah. he's in shock, across the road. Yes. And halfway across the road, this car comes out of nowhere and swerves at the very last minute yep. not to kill him. But we're not talking like you're fast and furious, we're on a green screen and nothing's no. going to hit me. That was legitimately that and, dude on and the what road. what makes it even crazier, he's walking backwards. Yes! He's walking backwards towards that car. It's, That's how beautifully timed oh that. Oh, my that, I remember word. looking at that going, yeah, I looked at that and went, damn, that's good. <laughs> like, his timing <laughs> is impressive. Heckable. It's like, you know, in a modern day, a movie like The Hangover can have that pig stunt. You yeah. know, in the, in the second Hangover, someone died in that, which is just bonkers. Oh, Jesus. But did you not know that? No, I didn't. Okay, so the bit where the guy hits the pig, you know, and the pig sort of, the, the dentist is hanging out the window in yeah. Bangkok and the pig hits the man, that hit a dude and killed him, you know? Damn. So, yeah, dude died there. But this is a modern time. Where that stuff shouldn't happen because no, there's exactly. planning and all this stuff. Exactly. This is the 80s and it just looks like they've put a star walking backwards. You know, if you think about the film, he's probably third billing on the poster. Yeah, exactly. This guy walking backwards on a road and this car goes so damn close Man, to hitting him. Once again, I love Dias Robertson. It could be one of those moments you go, yeah, shit, that nearly, went, that nearly <laughs> happened. You know, yeah. He nearly died, so we just kept it in the film. <laughs> you hear know, oh, about those all the time. Man. Maybe we need to go back. This is what we might do. Maybe, listen, if there's a demand enough for this, okay, Craig and I will go back and we will watch this movie with the director's commentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we will do a little recap. With director's commentary, so we could tell you some. We should do a live podcast. I had, a, <laughs> I had a look on the back of the DVD, Craig, and the the there is direct, is there there's a commentary, commentary with Gail and Zemeckis. Oh man, damn it! So yeah, there we yeah, go. I'd if there's it. demand for it, hit us up because we will do this. Look, we're lazy, so we don't want to do it if only one of you is going to listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but that, that is, one minute will be you, mum. <laughs> so it was just like that was just such an insane start but again practical versus yeah the the technology wasn't there to no do it, no exactly but that practical mindset of how do we do this let's make it happen and the energy that brought like oh man that was crazy yeah crazy i'd forgotten about it until you just brought it up <laughs> so bonkers so you know, thinking about um, used cars as a film, it's it's clearly Zemeckis's most risque film. Yeah, like it's it's raunchy. Um, I would say it's if I were to sum it up, I would say it's his most uncomfortable film. Yeah, yeah, and almost. I don't like, know whether it was by chance or whether yeah. he wanted to do it or whether he yep. didn't want to do it. He's most uncomfortable film. Yeah, it's it's so strange, isn't it? And no one seems comfortable in the whole no. film, except for the Beagle and and the brothers. <laughs> the Beagle the and the brothers, brothers. 
They they oh and old mate the African American dude he oh, he knows, well <laughs> you know he's he's just doing what he does yeah he's just, he, oh, he's he's just he's just playing character and he, I did a little bit of research he was an ex NFL player at the time oh really so he's so, probably a you know so he was a sporting star a sporting who's probably star. gone on and done and done so he was the first OJ. Yeah, <laughs> before he became No J. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. So that that sort of used cars, we've done it. We've done used cars. I think we've done we've, new cars. We've I think done we're done used with cars. Um, uh, yeah. I'm sort of like, hoping that people don't come in the comments. <laughs> oh, look. I'm joking. Is, what's Wait, really hard? Tell me. It'd Please, be interesting. Tell us what you think. Tell us if you agree or don't agree. You know, um, we want to hear what your sort of feedback on yeah. it is. You know, yeah, because that's what's, I, and I think this is one of the, um, one of the reasons that we're doing these podcasts, and they're about directors that we don't really that we're not household names, is because yeah. you come across these movies that you otherwise wouldn't talk about. Yeah. Okay. So look, let's admit it. When we go into Back to the Future, there's very rarely going to be anything we tell you. That hasn't already been written somewhere yeah. else. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and so, you know, we're not going to pop out anything that's going to blow your mind. If you're if you're a cinephile, none of this is going to pop your mind. Yeah. But here, if you know as much as we've told you today about um, used cars, man, you must be <laughs> Kurt Russell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're that titty Thanks girl. For tuning oh, in, you're Bob's. that titty girl with basically who was assaulted on camera. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Could be an Iranian. Oh, <laughs> so look, I thought something fun. We tried last week the fan casting. I felt it wasn't going to work, Craig. I think I even say, I don't know if this is going to work or yeah. not. Yeah. Um, so I reckon we're finding our feet still. We're we're still in the bog. Yeah, exactly. Early Zemeckis stage. I think stage. we already we already nailed who be pod who yep. be the modern. But. Day. What I'd love to do is just have a little think as we continue on with the podcast is really where these films are starting to rank amongst Zemeckis's work. Yep. So, look, I'm very comfortable in saying that so far out of the two films that we've watched... (laughs) 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 This is such an easy one. (laughs) This is not his best work. And yet in saying this, I've enjoyed this conversation. Oh, very much like immensely, so. oh, this is what's beautiful about film. Yeah, isn't exactly, it? exactly. And it's you know, a, can I tell? You, can I tell? I you hope it? we haven't been too negative, though. I don't oh, think. Luke, we, I don't think we. Please, have. people at home, and Mr. Zemeckis, Mr. Gale, Mr. Russell, we, if we you know tune you, in, we know um, listen, listen to us all. We the time. we are doing this because of our love for your work, um, and we're not being negative. It's really just um, us pointing out the things that are just bonkers in this movie, oh. isn't it? Crazy. So, look, I think we're safe to say we're sitting at I Want to Hold Your Hand as number one at the moment. Oh, yeah. Um, used cars. Easily. Hey, congratulations. I would say used cars number You're three. You got the silver medal. <laughs> <laughs> you got the silver medal used cars. You're coming second. Great I would say you. I, I would say participation not even award. Participation <laughs> award. Let's go participation award. You got a ribbon. Yeah, you got a ribbon. And usually, what color was the participation award? It was almost purple. purple. I know. I know this. Uh-huh. I know this, man. That's I know a man this. that got many participation I awards. I got participation awards. The Seriously? certainty which you dropped Honestly, that man, crack. I, I was never, I was never, I was never a runner. You know me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not very good at anything at sporting. My dad once came to watch me um, in a sporting race, and his words to me after was, "I should have brought an alarm clock, not a stopwatch." <laughs> 
That's exact words of my oh, father. Oh, golly. Yeah, so you can... Yeah. Can I say, Craig is very sporty. We once played a season of soccer together. <laughs> <laughs> I think... This is nothing to do with used cars. <laughs> I think we got 15 minutes into the first game of the season and Craig's knee decided it didn't want to play the rest of the year. <laughs> still doesn't want to play. <laughs> I, still he actually, want to you play. actually had I, surgery, didn't you, Craig? No, for no, that? no. Oh, didn't no, you? That's the thing. It's still, it's still done. Oh, gosh. I do jiu-jitsu now and my knee will pop out. Oh, and so I actually have to pop it back into place while I'm doing it. Oh, how manly is that, though? Oh, no, it, it just doesn't hurt. Kurt Russell time. ain't got anything on you. I know, man. I'm a used car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> used cars! Oh, used the cars. used cars song. Used cars. I loved it. Oh. This is a time I wish we set it up so we could go out with used cars. Oh, look, I'll fade it in for yeah, the fade end it of out, the, man. the fade episode. It out. We'll leave you with, um, with the used car theme song. Um, but listen... We love having you along on the ride with us and um, we hope that you're going to keep sticking with us because we're about to get into some really exciting territory. Yeah, we're getting we, into Craig? the good stuff now, guys. Yeah. Um, but look, to be honest, I'm I'm really enjoying this too. Yeah. I'm enjoying um, the stuff yep. that you wouldn't consider as good. Um, would, you, would you say, Craig, that used car was a lemon? Oh, God. <laughs> You know, it was so funny. That moment there, that moment, that brief moment of silence you heard there was, I wasn't sure whether Jeff was joking or not. <laughs> I actually had to do the actual double take. Do you know, if this, if this was, if, if this was a titty movie, it would have gone, whoa, whoa. Because <laughs> I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. They actually Like an had. old man having a heart attack in a car. <laughs> I don't know what to laugh at. <laughs> <laughs> so good. They actually have a giant lemon on the poster for used cars, um, just above the laugh count. Um, which jump on the Instagram, and we'll we'll put that poster up so you can see it. It's it's really the fact that you were told how many times you're going to laugh in this movie wow. probably speaks volumes. Um, so look, Craig, people can find us at a, a range of things. What's yes. the, what's the website we're running on? We're at www.fftlpodcast.com. That's right. And the FFTL podcast is pretty much our go-to for everything. Exactly. So, so Instagram. Um, info, at, if you want to email us, shoot us yep. an email. Um, obviously, we'll have comments pages on our Facebook page. Yep, for sure. Facebook, Insta, Insta. Twitter, all at uh, FFTL podcast. And yep. um you know, we'd love to just get amongst it and chat it up with you because we'd love to hear what you're thinking about. Listen, if someone does have a um, very positive reason why this is a great film and should be higher than I want to hold your hand, I'd oh, love man, to seriously, hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear what everyone has to say about this yep. film. Interested in totally, and I don't care if it's a total different opinion than mine. Um, you know, that's what's awesome about movies. This is what this what almost makes this movie better for me is the fact that we're getting so much discussion out. Yeah, of it. and I love movies where you discuss stuff because I yep. think that's a good, a good big tick for movie. It yeah, shows a good movie. it shows that despite. And not being a great movie, I just had the weirdest hiccup there. <laughs> I know that was weird, man. I thought you were going to vomit on me. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. This is, this is what happens This when is you... my idea of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen we've Jeff got, vomit. It ain't we've good. Got, actually, Craig, I think you watched me vomit in a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a full French fry. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
We went down to the store on why he vomited. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> the best thing about that was the three of us, there were three friends having a weekend away just hanging out. And we both, we all three of us got up, got out of that swimming pool and just went to the one next to it <laughs> as if nothing happened. Oh. Uh, <laughs> good times. Good times indeed. Um, <laughs> what a way to end the episode. Oh, that I, you can't leave it on any higher note than that, Jeff. <laughs> well, join us next week uh, on the From First to Last podcast. We're going to be having a look at Romancing the Stone. Oh, yes. Um, and yes. Exciting, man. I can't wait to chat on that. Yeah. Me too. Um, I actually haven't seen this film, so I'm very excited to, one, watch a film I've not seen, two, watch a film that my mum and dad said I wasn't allowed to watch. It's been years since I've seen it. Years. Can't wait to watch it. So, so yeah, so check back next week. We're going to be back where you're finding us, iTunes, all those other places that are filled with podcast love. Subscribe. Just let us be in your ears as much as you want. Exactly. And, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to it, Craig. <laughs> I just can't see, I just see you vomiting. On that note, thanks for sticking with us, guys. Come back next week. Bye, guys. Um, and we'll be with you like a chip floating on a pool. Oh, thanks, guys. Bye. See ya. <laughs>